It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Ruth Buzzy. It's like I don't want to watch yeah, anything I did beyond see the that. Movie. You know, I don't care. Yeah, I don't want to like. I'm not invested in Dill as a character. Oh. DW, however, you know what the thing is? Is you're the youngest mm-hmm. in your family. I'm the oldest, and we're the same age. So I still have two siblings that were still watching that show afterwards. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, so definitely. I've seen these later seasons because my youngest brother is nine years younger than me. Yeah. So it's like it's just on in the house. Wow, you know, nine years younger than you. Yeah. So that might be the thing. So we watched The Muppets, right? Yeah, we did watch The Muppets. <laughs> With Ruth Buzzy. This week we watched the Ruth Buzzy episode. And as you can see by how much we've just been talking about the Rugrats, it really struck a chord. Yeah, I mean, it was, I felt like I wanted more from Ruth Buzzy. And I feel like the episode, it was like, all right. It was fine. There was no, like, overarching joke, overarching storyline. I just feel like I wasn't invested. It was a bunch of, like, random no, chaos. No, and it's funny because there is, it was a lot of random chaos, and Scooter introduced, like, a kind of solid premise, which seemed that when he first rolled in, he had this box of whatever, mm-hmm. and then he revealed oh, yeah. that there was, like, a, an, another Kermit, like, a wind-up toy robot mm-hmm. version of Kermit. And it seemed like that was perfect for, like, chaos and mayhem, that Kermit be locked away and now this Robo Kermit be hosting the show instead. That feels like a perfect setup for an episode. It, de- it definitely does. And they didn't utilize the characters they needed. The way that I would write that, if I was going to do that storyline, is I would have like Gonzo involved. And Gonzo like was nowhere to be Gonzo seen in this one. Gonzo wasn't in the episode. Piggy was. It was the joke with Piggy wasn't all that good. I don't know. I also really hate that they keep going back and forth between who is playing Piggy. And I understand the semantics of it all, but I think that it's bullshit. And they're treating Piggy as though she's just, like, a character that doesn't need consistency? Well, apparently she wasn't one of Frank Oz's real characters until later on in the seasons, I think. Like, season two, season three. And that really does seem weird, because, like, he... When he's playing Piggy, Piggy's a character. When Richard Hunt is playing her... She's just in a scene. It's you know what I mean? Too, like it's not the Richard Hunt version is the one that always makes out with that other pig. Or yeah, it's almost pig. as if like Piggy has two personalities. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's with not the each same different Piggy. performer. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Frank Oz's Piggy is the only one that we've seen that's been obsessed with Kermit. Maybe it's not Scooter who's having the Tyler Durden experience. Maybe it's, it's Frank Oz. It's Frank Oz. <laughs> So I'm looking through Ruth Buzzy's wig. Uh, no, wig. I am. You're looking through her wig. Is that what you said? Are I'm we just, talking about RuPaul's Drag Race? I am so? Bitty. Also, Anytime. I just said so. Um, she's been in a ton of stuff. What did you know about Ruth Buzzy prior? Um, I knew that she was somebody from the '70s because I think I heard about her on SNL from the '70s. Uh, I mean, I think I I recognized her name from Laughing. But I didn't really know her. Like, I just know her as a comedian, mm-hmm. you know? And I guess she was kind of more of a character comedian. 
And it seems like she's also they very physical. They kept her physical. very modest, though. Yeah. They didn't show her breasts. She wasn't wearing anything scandalous. She always had her shoulders covered, which is a thing. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me start off this episode by reading the premise to the episode. Scooter's uncle, J.P. Gross, sends a mechanical wind-up TV show host that resembles Kermit in every way. Soon, the duplicate starts harassing Kermit and flirts with Miss Piggy. This is a premise to an episode. Mm-hmm. That is not what happened no. in this episode. No. They're was... treating that as if it was the overarching thing of the episode, and that's Why not Why was there a Wayne and Wanda skit for way too I, long? I don't know. Okay. What was that? So let's start at the start. Wait. Can I also say, before you start, mm-hmm. Ruth Buzzy didn't even enter scene until, like, the third or fourth act. I'm looking now to, like, confirm that, honestly. And one, two, three, four, five, six Six things. skits six before we meet before Ruth. We, yeah. So weird. It was very disjointed, the episode. And you know what the Muppet morsels gave me? There really wasn't anything this week. No. But, um... It mentioned that the the hosts aren't really behind the scenes; that they keep them completely separate. Yeah, <clears throat> which is weird, and hopefully that gets better as yeah, the series I think progresses. It does. Because that's I love. I would much prefer to watch a show about the backstage, yeah, than the actual sketches. I love the idea of like the comings and goings and the characters and like maybe someone changing up the script really quickly or whatever. And you kind of get more of that in. Did you watch the Muppet Show from a few years ago? Where it was on ABC. No. After the success of the Muppet movie, the first one with Jason Siegel, they brought a show to I ABC. did see. I, I saw one episode. There was the new pig, right? Yeah. The yeah. new, like. Kermit gets a new girlfriend who's yeah, also a pig. I saw the scandal it around that. It kind of set it up. It was a workplace comedy. Yeah. And all of the Muppets worked like together on a Miss Piggy chat show. <laughs> and it was like, she was a late night host. And it was called like. I don't remember. It was like Piggy Tonight or something like that. Was it good? It, that sounds like Vivian Vile. It's very good. It was really good. And it was, it was um, yeah, kind of like that or um, the Gary Shandling show, Larry Sanders show rather. Like it, it had that like, you never mm-hmm. really watch what is happening on the show they're creating. It's more about who has the cue cards, who's doing yeah. this. We have to write a sketch for tonight's episode. This yeah. performer's being a diva. Who's the musical guest? This person's caught in traffic. It's all about the, the you know, comings and goings of the show instead of actually mm-hmm. just the show, which I thought, I don't know, it was a little bit more interesting. I love that. And I love the idea of being behind the scenes, but you're with the Muppets, so you don't mm-hmm. really see the full behind the scenes. Yeah, it's you know, a weird... It's like, like, it's fun. It is weird, because you're right. There's, like, still this other veil... Yeah, of course. ...that there is to a go A few through. more. So we start this episode off with the wind-up TV show host backstage. Which could have been a great concept. And they had jokes to do throughout history. They did that Karl Marx, um... (laughs) What? Wow. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Karl Marx, Marx Brothers. um... Yeah, they did the Marx Brothers Brothers little bit that they did. Yeah, that was... That was later. I was worried about you with this part because this episode opened on Scooter doing something and I feel like you immediately pulled out your phone. Oh no, I pulled out my phone because... (laughs) You're just like, I hate Scooter. I don't don't care what he has to do tonight. Yeah, that's true. He's just going to do something stupid. But originally I thought Ruth Buzzy did the commercial in the SNL um, 
1975 bit about speed. You know the commercials that they do? Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm an astrophysicist, whatever, uh-huh. and, I fold, and I fold these little bags. Folding the bags, and, they, and then a bags in the closet. Yeah. And then, what I take is speed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think, Annette, Ann Bennett is the name of the person mm-hmm. who did the speed one. I had to look it up. So, Scooter introduces this wind-up Kermit. <laughs> It was such a good idea. They do this in Rainbow Bright, Murky and Lurky. Well, they even did this in like that new Muppet movie that they did a few oh, years ago. Oh, they make ago. a Muppets wind-up. Most Wanted. That's so There was fun. like an evil Kermit. And you, you know? do, and is it a wind-up toy evil no. Kermit? Oh, but that would be cool if it was because it's like that cute little, it's whimsical mm-hmm. almost. It's like a whimsical. I thought that it would have relied more heavily on being wound or something though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that like the Rainbow really Bright episode that I watched. The end. When she like runs out and like, but the thing about that episode in Rainbow Bright, I'm sorry, give me one second with nope, this, go ahead. is that all the, the color kids and the little sprites, they all are l- talking to the robot Rainbow and she's like, hi everyone, burp, 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 and they're just like, Rainbow, are you okay? I love in shows <laughs> like that where they're like, they can't see through the fact that like, this person Wait been a minute, snatched. they're so earnest, you know, yeah. they're... So anyway, this was not that at all. No. No. They did nothing with this. They did a piggy kiss situation. We'll talk about that later. After this horrible setup for an episode, we did immediately get the Electric Mayhem performing (gasps) the song Sunny. That's true. Which ruled. And it was so good. It was very good. This is our first shot of the Electric Mayhem completely in an ensemble. Mm-hmm. Performing a song in full, and it was really kind of silly. It was fun. I liked it, was it a lot. It was very Muppety. It Everybody was great. looked right. Yeah, everybody was there. It it made it feel like the show was picking up at that point. Honestly, have we talked about how Janice has a uvula, and how that's weird to me? What's that mean? Oh, like the thing in the back? Yeah, I don't understand why Janice has such an <laughs> intricate mouth. And because like, she has no eyes. I get okay. I'll right? give you that. Yeah. No. All right. Yeah. She they has had no to do eyes, something. So they gave her something else because. They have the Muppet ratio with the eyes and the this yeah. and that. But like, meanwhile, I'm watching Rolf and Rolf just has a black nothing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Right, and right. Rolf's a singer too, so it's not like, well, Janice sings, so she has a uvula because mm-hmm. she's a singer. It's like just a weird... It is a weird thing. That's a very... I don't know. It's, it's fun. Weird. Why did they give I her a full I think it's fun. Health? She's a weirdo. But how Rolf's head opens, he's like... Like, Ralph, the more I look at him, the crazier I feel. He looks so weird. He looks like a weird... Like pans or something opening and yeah. closing. Yes. I don't know what it looks like. He opens wider than anyone else. <laughs> um, then we cut to an At the Dance, which was a little less than memorable. I feel like they've already exhausted this. This has been every episode. Mm-hmm. There was one piece of it that I really enjoyed, but I already don't remember it. I don't know. Womp womp. Yeah, I barely remember that one. I know there were different characters in this one. There was that blue guy. They really were pushing that blue frackle a lot. Yeah. And it's also odd that they're called frackles and there's fraggles. Yeah, I don't know the difference. Fraggles have that, like, bush hair. It's, oh my god, remember the koosh balls? Oh, yeah. Like, the way their hair falls kind of reminds me of Fraggles do look like koosh balls. Frackles just have, like, mean features. Yeah. Oh, that went... I would have assumed the, um, if it didn't tell me, I would assume that the uh, the house is speaking was the UK spot. Yeah. Instead of Ralph That playing. was a weird. So then after we have that, we go to Wayne and Wanda 
singing row 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 okay skip the totally. set breaks Let's... no thank you no wanda sang wanda talked she's yeah. not completely this daft is her first as she had been suggesting <laughs> this is her first um but, hopefully yeah. she'll drown wayne in the next one um i'd like to yeah. see that she just won't i'd like to see two. wanda be free of wayne yeah I, I don't think Wanda could be free of Wayne, to be honest I with think you. She, ne- I, she was made from Wayne's rib, and she is tied <laughs> to him. God, it's her Muppet God curse. made Wayne, she and then... <laughs> made Wayne. In his, in his vision. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> That's his vision. So after Wayne and Wanda, we then cut to a Muppets news flash where the Atlantic Ocean had been kidnapped. Mm, that's this, cute. Was funny, but it also, I, I thought it was interesting that they said that, I thought, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself, <laughs> but he, the, 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 the anchor squinting at his newspapers and everything like that is the funny part of it to me. Yeah, but you can barely see his eyes. I think it doesn't work. And it, back then they watched on like a bubble TV. What do you think that looked like? I don't like, know. I don't think you And there's get... such detail, like he had bags yeah. under, above and under his eyes. And they said in future episodes he will eventually get glasses. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think it translates. Yeah, yeah. I, doesn't, I don't think it translates. But you're, so it here. probably did not. In I'm a, like, mm, most, people are probably confused. Most TVs in black and white. Some yeah. in that, yeah, like that dome. Mm-hmm. Mm, terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Then we finally have Ruth Buzzy in a bit. She does can't she sings Can't with Take My Sweetums. Eyes Off You with Sweetums. Sweetums I, is fun to watch. Sweetums is fun to watch. And this was a very funny sketch. I think <laughs> aside sort of from like, It was weird, but it was fun. Ruth Buzzy <laughs> is a buzz. As far as I'm watching this, she's not very funny, but she is very like what am I thinking of? Like physically funny. The way she was like throwing herself around in this that you kept like she'd fall on her back and go completely, uh, you know, yeah, like ass over tea kettle. Kinda. Yeah, she really was funny and she like, I don't know, like really played ham into this. Oh, yeah, definitely. When she got thrown she by Sweetums. She very natural with the Muppets. Yes. I have to say that. Yeah. Like she looked like she, you know, you don't even, she doesn't even notice that they're Muppets. She... It doesn't even phase her one and bit. One of the things about this episode that they were that we had seen was that she was supposed to be one of the hosts for oh, the a pilot. F- okay. So that's also kind of interesting too to see how she really played with and off of them so naturally. And then later, I we read that she's in a Sesame Street episode. Yes, yeah, she does a couple Sesame Street bits where she plays a th- the owner of a thrift store. Mm, mm, I see. I see. What's the next get? On our docket. Uh, we Doug. move over to the UK spot. I never harmed an onion. Okay, can I just tell you that in my podcast that I listen to, because of course I listen to podcasts about drag, RuPaul's Drag Race, uh-huh. and they have a UK spot. So I think that's oh, yeah? funny. Yeah, but it's um, because UK Drag Race is playing right now at the same time. American mm-hmm. Drag Race is. So they have a UK spot. Just like this. That's a really great story. Drag Race is a happy place for me. Fun. <laughs> it's very Muppety. Actually, they use Muppets. Yeah. They read with the Muppets. What's read? Read is like, um, like, girl, your jeans are so tight, like, throwing shade, like, um, like, joking on each other. Like, uh, I can't do it. I'm trying to think of, like, 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 (laughs) roasting kind of thing. Like a roast. You've been read. (laughs) It's a Lou read, actually, is what I'm talking about. 
to go like this. Take a walk on the wild side. <laughs> um, so then after the UK spot was okay. It's another Rolf song, and it's yeah. it makes me wonder if the UK really just had such a soft spot for Rolf. Was it's, Rolf on any toy or any like? Bag or was it? He seems inherently very American. Yeah. In all of the history that they share about Rolf, it's all about him doing this variety show in America. That variety show, he did a dog food commercial. He's got you know like, so it seems interesting that he would be in so many of these UK spots. A bone jokes. That was one of the things. He, his partner that he was dancing with oh, at, at the, the dance, dance was like, I have a bone to pick with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. He goes, good thing I just buried it. Yeah. No, you don't. I just buried it. <laughs> that was a much better Rolf than I did. <laughs> so after this, we then go on to our talk spot where Ruth Buzzy um, sat with Kermit. And Kermit did not take his hand off her the entire time. And Ruth exclaimed that she hates fat but loves to eat. This whole oh. bit was oh, so yeah. exhausting. Where he was like, we're going to sit here and chew the fat. Oh, I don't, you can't chew the fat. I don't chew fat. Yeah, I don't fat, chew fat. fat. <laughs> and I'm like, Christ, we get it. Oy. I don't know. It, yeah, it was, I think it was an easy joke. I wonder if part of her humor is that like over analyzing beating a thing dead. You know, like yeah. that is a, there's. That's a form of comedy. She's clearly separate from sort of the role of like having to be beautiful or having mm. to look a certain way. You can tell in the way that she like keeps her hair, the way her shoulders were covered the whole time. Mm-hmm. She wasn't wearing anything scandalous at all. She yeah. wasn't sexualized in any way is what I'm, I guess I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. And the other female hosts have been. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And like, I think they kind of didn't know what to do with her either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's a comedian. She's not yeah. a dancer. She's not a singer. Yeah. You know, but she, she was... obviously does use her body, like you said. Yeah. I was glad to see that later on they put her in, like, a, a comedic sketch instead of doing something weird because we've seen so much more of these, like, weird musical numbers or whatever. And they're fine, but I wanted to see... I don't know. I think of this show as a sketch show, and you want to see a sketch. Yeah, definitely. But... I mean, they had, like, running gags... Mm-hmm. You know, when's Fozzie get heckled? Is that coming up? Fozzie's act is the next mm-hmm. segment, Megan. <laughs> you remember. Fozzie's act, greatest straight man in the business. So he's... That was kind of cute. Being heckled to death. I, I actually didn't mind that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a kind of a cute bit. When you catch Waldorf talking at one point, you could see the top of Jim Henson's mm-hmm. head. That's always creepy. Remember in that first episode we watched? Yeah, where there's like a full face. <laughs> it was so weird. It was a lot. That was too much to handle. This was, I don't know, this was, I think Fozzie's act last episode was better. Yeah, probably. I'm trying to remember this what it was. This episode was kind of mad altogether. Yeah. I mean, the, the Sweetum skit was okay, but I also felt like that was a little violent. I didn't mm-hmm. like, Sweetums was like stepping all over her. And yeah. I get it, it was supposed to be like a gag and stuff, but I'm like, this made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But then they did like a little sort of... Dance, but it was more like memento with your momentum with your like legs and yeah. stuff. I don't know. Sorry, I'm like I keep going back in time <laughs> as we try to get through this episode. I keep going back in time. <laughs> so then, after Fozzie's act, we have um, 
Ruth Buzzy, this was the sketch that we were talking about. Buzzy breaks her torturers down under pressure. This was a cute idea. I liked this. Yeah, I liked this too. This I might thought have been it was my cute. favorite part of the episode. I felt like, and please don't sue me, but I felt like if this were on Sesame Street, it, they would have done a better job. You think so? With the skit, yeah. yeah. I think this was a Sesame Street skit. Mm-hmm. Almost. But I guess it wasn't because it was like war. The, that Okay, so now I'm picturing in my head how they could do that on Sesame Street. And it's Cookie being interrogated by the <laughs> guest of whoever. Maybe it's like, I'm trying to think of like, who makes cookies? Who like famously is like a pastry chef? And they're interrogating a cookie monster about who stole the cookies from the cookie jar. <laughs> and like they're going back and forth and then he starts to like break down about yeah. how he, he did it, but he... They were so great and blah, blah, blah. And you could put these chocolates. And, like, yeah. he starts to break down, like, <laughs> you know, we could go and we could get chocolate <laughs> chips from the chocolatier down the street on Sesame Street. And, yeah, I could see this working on Sesame Street for sure. I could definitely see that. <laughs> All I can think of is Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri doesn't bake, but he's like, hey, I want to take you down to Flavor Town and get you some <laughs> new chocolate chip cookies. I was thinking of Paula Deen. Paula Deen but I just think of... Kristen Wiig on the butter. Yeah. <laughs> so Paula Dean is interrogating. Cookie think we could go get sticks of butter from Gordon's store and you could add butter. That would be the interrogation scene. There you go. We wrote it. Sesame Street. We're... Done. I almost said we're hiring. We're hiring. We're hiring. So after the buzzy sketch where she breaks down her torturers... Uh, we get another song. This was with these weird, those weird, like, troll guys. Yes. Okay. Oh, not a chug band. A jug. Jug band. (laughs) Chug. Chug. What did I say? It's Carl Marx instead of the Marx. Carl Marx and a chug band. (laughs) (laughs) Carl Marx and a chug band. So, yeah, the, the jug band, um, that was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, it, this is fun. <clears throat> Definitely reminds me of, like, Christopher Guest having fun with his friends. Like, very mighty wind. Emmett Otter. You ever seen that movie? No. You've never seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? I'm sorry. I thought you were in a movie watcher. That's <laughs> uh, a don't... Muppet movie. Oh, it's a Muppet movie? Yeah, dude. It's a Christmas movie. Get out. Yeah. i never seen it. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Oh. Like... The 80s? Wait, speaking of that, I actually watched the Muppet movie the other day. Oh, the original. And that was so good. It's such a good movie. It was so much better than I remember. Yeah. It was really, really, really fun. Do you know... I I like loved it. I can't think about it without giggling. It was so fun. You watched the whole thing? Whole thing with the kids. The Magic Store, the last song in the movie, Mm -hmm. can like choke me up for some reason. It's so good. And they're like putting the set up and and stuff like that at the end of the movie. Coming the Muppets together. It's perfect. It is perfect. We're definitely going to have to give like a full episode to that when we get to it. On our Patreon. On the Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. So... Then we get to the panel discussion segment, which every time I see them set up panel discussion, I think they're going to play Password. You know that game show? It looks like that. They don't do a good job with this, I have to say. I don't like it. I think they could do a better job. The panel discussion is the human body obsolete. My major takeaway from this bit is that Sam the Eagle was so horny for Ruth Buzzy. Oh my god, he was. I was was like, Sam the Eagle, he's a... 
again, the kids make me watch uh, SpongeBob. He's like mm-hmm. a Squidward kind. He of. He is Squidward, yeah, yeah, or vice versa. Yeah, vice Squidward versa. is definitely Sam the Eagle mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, but he was like but getting all hot and bothered watching her do yoga her. on that podium. Yeah, that was another bit that I didn't really understand. And the pigs seemed disinterested, and they didn't want to be in it either. It was, it was very weird, and it's always weird when Piggy has that voice and she's into that guy. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not quite like when Jerrica Benson transforms with synergy into Jem from mm-hmm. Jem and the Holograms. So in this scenario, <laughs> Jem being the cooler, more powerful character, right? Yeah. So Frank Oz Piggy is Jem, yeah. right? And Richard Hunt is Jerrica. Yeah. 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 So we want full-on Showtime synergy from here on out. Exactly. Am I getting this analogy yes, right for you? you are! Right. I love it! Thank you for remembering names and <laughs> carrying me through analogies. So, this week, our Billboard charts are not any different, really. If You Leave Me Now by Chicago is number five. Mm-mm. Disco Duck by Rick D. Rick D's and his cast of idiots is number four. I'm sorry, we have to Low look that Down song by up. Boz Skaggs. Wait, wait. Hey, Siri, play... Disco Duck by Rick Dees <laughs> and his cast of idiots. You didn't do it. <laughs> she just made me say it again into her phone, and it wasn't even working. Oh, so good. Low Down by Boz Skaggs at number three. Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry and a fifth of Beethoven again, again at number one. A fifth. Just give me a fifth. You know just, what I'm talking about. I just about. want, like, one fifth of Beethoven. You know what I'm please. talking about. You know exactly. Um, I'm not done talking about the Rugrats, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go back because I gotta find that episode. I have okay, so you, I'm gonna have to watch it over here one of these days because I don't have Paramount. Plus. You're not privy, bro. I'm not privy. I didn't get the discount like your secret brother. Um, and uh, what do you call it? So I had one other thing to share with you. Well, first of all, the number one movie in the box office that week was Burnt Offerings. What are these movies? What? Burnt Offerings. I don't even know what that is. $683,100. Is that some sort of a religious movie? Burnt Offerings is a 1976 American supernatural horror film co-written and directed by Dan Curtis and starring Karen Black, Oliver Reed, Betty Davis, (gasps) L.H. Montgomery, and Ellen Heckhart, Burgess Meredith, and Anthony James in smaller roles. It's based (laughs) on a 1973 novel of the same name. Burnt Inter- Offerings. Interesting. Burnt Offerings. I'll Wikipedia really it and uh, just read through the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> so next week on the show, we would usually, because oh, we're, we, we haven't even talked about how we're jumping back to the way that Disney Plus has it now, right? Next week's episode, episode five is technically Rita Moreno, but we already did that one because we were trying to do the order that Disney Plus had. Mm-hmm. But now we're back to the real order. Yeah. We're back to the real order. Yep. Disney Plus changed their order. So next week's episode is Jim Neighbors. I don't know who that is either. Oh, well, Megan, Jim Neighbors is, oh, Gomer Pyle from the Andy Griffith Show. Okay. And from Gomer Pyle. Oh, Gomer Pyle, I know that one. Yeah. So it's Gomer (laughs) Pyle. Gomer Pyle. So that's... That'll be interesting. It'll be another guy. So this will be our second guy. Yeah, that'll be interesting also. Very interesting. Uh, they treat them... And I wonder, like, how many more different. skits the, there will be. Like, there was that one surgery sketch with 
Ralph yeah, and Piggy and Jim Neighbors is a comedic actor mm-hmm. now. So we had our Joel Gray episode. He was he had like a he was Broadway cabaret. He was a Broadway yeah. guy. He did comedy just because it was you well, know it's like a part it's, of his shtick. Everybody needs to know a yeah, little comedy to be bro- yeah. Broadway. You got to be everything. Yeah, you got to be it all. That's absolutely be, what it you was. You got to be Broadway. Was, he wasn't funny. He was like. He was Broadway funny. Yeah. Like, you know, like, Broadway what? Danny Rose. That's all I can think about. Like and, the music man and yeah. shit like that, you know. So join us next week where we watch the Jim Neighbors episode of The Muppet Show. Jimmy Neighbors. You can follow this show on Instagram and Twitter at... Rugrats. I-T-T-W-T-M. <laughs> yeah. It's time to watch The Muppets. Rugrats show. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was time to watch the Rugrats, and now we're going to watch... Mm, you fucked me up now! <laughs> it was time to watch the Muppets. And now it's time to watch the Rugrats. <laughs>